Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Ramba Mishnah Torah, Hilches Bikurim, the laws of the first fruits. And here, this is not only about the first fruits, but this <coughs> section which we're beginning to study today, which goes for 12 chapters about. It also deals with the laws in Shar Matnes Kehuna Shebigvulim with all of the other gifts to the Kohen, even those in the boundaries of the outlying areas. So this is a general chapter of the priestly gifts, beginning with Bikurim. But it actually does begin with an introduction to the idea of the Chof Dalid Matnos Kahuna, the 24 gifts which the Kohen allocates, which the Torah allocates to the Kohen. Now he says in the introductory statement, Yesh Bechlolon, in this general commandment, <coughs> there are Tesha Mitzvahs, nine of the 613 mitzvahs. Shmona mitzvahs ase, eight of them are positive commandments. Biachas mitzvahs leis ase, and one is a negative commandment. Vizehu proton, and these are their details. Aleph one, lahaprish bikurim, to set aside the first fruits. Ulahaleisan, and the farmer has to bring them up. Bamigdash to the holy temple. The Kohen shall not consume these first fruits which are given to him. Outside of Jerusalem. Which means if the Kohen is going on a day excursion to Tel Aviv, he can't take the first fruits with him. Gimel. There has to be a declaration read when bringing them. Dalid. The next mitzvah is lahafrish to set aside chala. Chala is a word used in the Torah. It means a separation of the dough of sanctity. La kohen. Today, Sabbath breads are known as chala all over the world, but the biblical word is from that section of dough which is set aside and given to the kohen from every prepared dough, as you're preparing the dough and baking bread. So that's the challah, a very important mitzvah, where the person who bakes it, individual bakery, gives it to the Kohen. Hey, five, losses la Kohen. <coughs> we also have to give the Kohen special gifts from the animal, Zreya Uchayayim Bekeva. The foreleg, the jaw, and the maw, M A W, of the animal which is slaughtered, and we will spell out the details. Vav Litin Hagez. We also have to give the Kohen the first shearings, the wool, you know, bad, bad black sheep. We have to give the Kohen the first shearings of wool uh, as you shear the sheep in the new crop, so to speak, of wool. The Kohen gets nothing from polyester. Zayin, lifteis becher haben, 
to redeem the firstborn son, and to give his redemption money, <coughs> the five silver shekels, as we will learn. La Kohen to the Kohen. This is called the Pidjon Aben. Some people mistakenly call it the pig in the den, but it's not correct. It's Pidjon Haben. Ches, Lifteis, Peter Chamer, to redeem that which opens the womb of a donkey, a unique mitzvah, even though the donkey is an impure or unkosher animal. Velitein Pidjene, and to give the redemption barter item, which is usually a sheep, La Kohen to the Kohen, as we will learn its details. Tes, La Reif Petachamer, to behead the firstborn donkey. Im Leirotza if the person refuses to redeem it, then the Torah mandates that the person beheads it and he doesn't get a chance to benefit from this donkey, as we will learn the details of this law. Upcoming is the explanation of all these commandments in this chapter. Okay, now we start with Peter Rishain, chapter 1. Now we know that the Levi is pretty easy to understand and to calculate. The Levi gets one gift, 10% of the produce. Finished. The Kohen, it's not simple. Twenty-four gifts are allocated by the Torah to the Kohen, by Hashem. We don't need the oral law to remind us of these. They're all specked out in the written law, in the Torah. <coughs> and concerning all of them, and God entered into a covenant, a treaty, with Aaron. Any Kohen that does not agree that this is so, he doesn't recognize and acknowledge that this is a godly gift. We don't let him divide these gifts with the other Kohenim. Because if you don't believe in this whole thing, then why should you get anything? And he doesn't get his part. As we will learn, the families of the Kohen were, were divided into 24 families. Each family had many members within this family. And each one of these families would have the right to serve in the Holy Temple for a given period of time. Usually a week at a time. Approximately two weeks a year. And therefore, this guy who says, I don't believe in all of this, he shouldn't be getting any gifts. This is not merely a benefit, like Social Security. But this is a sacred experience, a holy experience. And therefore, anyone who consumes and eats one of these gifts involving the sacred, Mevorech has to make a bracha, like we do by every mitzvah. The Kohen makes a bracha who sanctified us with the sanctity of Aaron, because Aaron is sacred. And commanded us to eat 
And then he specks out the particular gift, kach v'kach, so and so. What are these 24 gifts? So the Rambam actually has his own creative way of enumerating these gifts. Shmei namehem, matonas mehem, eight of these gifts, eight of the 24 may only be consumed by the Kohen inside the Holy Temple, within the wall of the courtyard. That's eight. And we'll spell them out. Five of these gifts, they're not limited to the Holy Temple, they're limited to Jerusalem. Lifnim mechay masoir within the wall of the city. Vechamesh matonis and five of the gifts. Ein zeichin bohem minatayd elaberet yisrael bavad. The Torah only allots these to kohanim in Israel. Vechamesh matonis and five of these gifts. Zeichin bohem the kohen merits to acquire them. Bein baoretz, bein bechutzlaretz. Whether in Israel. Or in the diaspora. So that comes to 23. And there's one of these gifts, the 24th, which the coin acquires, so to speak, as a gift from the Holy Temple. And we will define all of these. The Rambam categorized that, which is something the Rambam likes to do with his unique <coughs> gift of organization. Now to recap, what are the eight gifts? I'm just going to have some tea, as you might be able to tell. I'm fighting a cold again. But the good news is, last time I won. What are the eight gifts? which may only be eaten in the Holy Temple. The gifts of the Kohen. One is Besar Hachatos. The meat of a sin offering. Unlike the peace offering, the one who brings the sin offering doesn't get to eat any of it. But the Kohen does get to eat some of it. Echot Chatos Oef, whether it is a sin offering which comes from a bird, or a sin offering that comes from an animal. So that's one. The flesh of the sin offering. The flesh, the meat of the guilt offering. Whether it is a guilt offering, which is called an osham, the person brings it just in case he may have violated a law. It's a suspense guilt offering. Or a certain... Guilt offering, that's two. And the offerings of the communal peace offerings. And the remaining portion of the Omer offering. And the remains of the meal offering which an Israelite brings. Ushtei halechem, and the two loaves of bread offered on the festival of Shavuos. Velechem haponim, and the showbread, which is changed every week, 
and given to the Kohen. Velechem haponim. Uh, we did that, okay. Veleg shemen shalmetzeda. And the log, which is a measurement of oil, brought by a metzora. Elu enon echolen ela b'migdash. The above eight may only be consumed by the Kohen inside the Holy Temple. Now, as the Rambam will point out in a few paragraphs from now, we're going to define in great detail every one of these things in their appropriate sections. The sacrifices will be defined in the sacrifice section. The uh, oil of the Mitzorah was defined in the Mitzorah section, and so on and so forth. But what the Rambam is doing now is giving lists. He's giving general accounting. So that's the eight in the Beis HaMikdash. Five. What are the five? Which may only be consumed in Jerusalem. They are Chaz HaVishayk. The breast and the leg shall shlomim of the peace offering. The Kohen gets that. The portion given to the Kohen from the thanksgiving offerings. That's not that festival that comes in November. This is when a person wants to give thanks to Hashem. Korban Toda. The portion granted to the Kohanim from the ram brought by the Nazir, as we learn in great detail in the laws of Nazir, and we will learn again. The firstborn of the kosher animals, and the first fruits. Elu, the above five, are only consumed by the Kohen in the city of Jerusalem within the walls. Moving right along, so we had eight in the Beis Hamikdash, five within Jerusalem. Is thirteen. What are the five gifts of the Kohen, which can be consumed in Israel? Hatruma, which we learned and learned and learned the many detailed laws of truma, the two percent given by the farmer to the Kohen. That is very holy food, sacred food, with all the many laws which we have to deal with. Utrumas Masa, then there's the 10%, which the Levi gives the Kohen, coming out of his 10%, that also has sanctity. Vehachala, and then there is the first dough, which also has sanctity, as we will learn. As the Rambam says, Ushloshton Kodesh, all three of these, Truma, the Truma that the Levi gives, the 10% of his 10%, and Chala, these are holy foods. It's not a joke. An Israelite participates from these, it's curtains, it's not a good situation. As we learned in great detail about Truma, and we will learn about Chala. And then there is the shearings, the beginning of the shearings of the sheep. And then there is the ancestral field, which was consecrated to the temple fund. We learned that under certain conditions that goes to the Kohen's personal property. 
These are mundane, everyday, personal property of the Kohen. The, the wool is not holy. The ancestral land, if the Kohen gets it, it's not holy. It's real estate. It's wool. However, these can only be acquired by the Kohen by biblical law in Israel. And we may not eat the trumas and the chalas of Eretz Yisrael, only in Israel, which means the Kohen may not consume the sacred food of truma and the sacred food of challah that was given to him from produce in Eretz Yisrael. He may only consume these in Eretz Yisrael. As we will learn, and as we have learned, what are the five? That the Kohenim get anywhere and everywhere. The first are Hamatones, the particular sections of the animal, the foreleg, the jaw, and the maw. As will be specked out in chapter 9, Halacha 1, that is given anywhere. Okay, I just lost the place. Give me a second. The Pijan Aben and the redemption of the firstborn is observed in the diaspora as well. Ufeter Chamer and the redemption of a lamb given for a firstborn donkey, as will be explained in great detail in chapter 12. The Gezel Hager, property stolen from a convert who dies without heirs, because if you steal property from somebody, you have to repay them. If they die, you have to repay their heirs. But if the guy just converted, he has no relatives, the Kohen gets to keep that which is restored of this theft. That's one of the 24 gifts. Vahacharomim and dedicated, consecrated offerings, which we learned already. Vahamishtan, all five. Chulin the this is everyday Money, the Kohen could do whatever he wants to with all of the above. <clears throat> he can use it in his everyday mundane life. No sanctity to this money. <laughs> Finally, what is that one gift that the Kohen gets as a gift from the Holy Temple itself? Actually, a very precious gift. The skins... The leather of all the burnt offerings. That's a lot of animals, animal hide. And it's very precious. That's how the Kohen would sell the animal hides and invest in stocks and bonds. The Hu Hadin Lishar Edis Kodashim. The same goes for all the other animal hides of the holy. Kulan Lakain of all these animal hides went to the Kohen. The Kohen would sell them, use them as his private property, and this was a tremendous bonus for the Kohen whose shift, Kohen family whose shift it is that week. So that's why he refers to it as a gift from the Holy Temple. It doesn't come from any particular individual, it comes from the Beis Amigdash. Now he says, defining it further, the eight gifts to the Kohen, which may only be consumed in the Holy Temple, they are referred as, and we use these 
terms in the Ezehu Mekomon introductory prayer to the morning service. Kulan, they all are Kodshe Kodoshim Hain. They are holy of holies. Within sacrifices themselves, there are holy, and then there's super holy, holy of holies. What makes these distinct? I'm glad you asked. These offerings may only be eaten by the working males of the Kohanim. As we will explain in the proper place. The Rambam says, I'm not going to deviate from my order and go into the details of sacrifices. It's coming, don't you worry. But I'm just telling you generalities. This is holy of holies. Only the male Kohen may eat in the Beis Amigdash. Overhand regarding them, Nema, the verse says, every male within the Kohen, etc. Yud, what about the five gifts which can only be acquired by the Kohen? In Jerusalem, within the city limits, within the walls, Hain, they are that which is described as the second tier of holy. Kochim Kalim, which means literally a lighter form of holy. It is holy, it is sacrifice, but it's not super holy. Meaning, specifically, what's the practical ramification? It could be eaten by males and females. Mr. Cohen could bring it home to Mrs. Cohen in Jerusalem and to the little Cohen kids. With regard to this, it says, I've given them to you. And to your sons, and to your daughters, with you. So it's something that the Kohen comes home from a hard day in the Beis Hamikdash, and his wife and kids are there, and they're saying, "Daddy, Daddy, what did you bring to us?" Oi, what I have. First of all, would you like a steak? Filet mignon, azoints and azoints. So that's what he brings home for dinner. The Afal Pikain, and here the Rambam points out a technical point, very interesting technical point. These are gifts that are only given to the males. If the male chooses to bring it home and share it with the wife and kids, God bless him. But it's not a community property gift. Why? Because they belong to that shift. And only the males worked in the Beis HaMikdash. So he can bring it home to his wife and children. But it's his. <coughs> then there is the firstborn. <coughs> which is also a lighter form of sacrifice. Kochim Kalim. Makrivin Chel It's fat and it's blood are offered. Again, the male Kohen offers it. But he gets to bring it home. So also, the hides, the skin of the Holy of Holies, it's his, but he gets to bring it home. She gets to wear the, uh, the mink coat if they sacrifice minks, I'm not sure. Osedei Achuzah and the ancestral field, and the consecrated stuff, 
Vegezel Hager, all of these ain't Zeichen Barnal Anshim Mishmar. The males acquire these. Kemeshi is buried, as we explained, but there's no reason they can't share them. Vechain and so also, Pijan Aben, the money the Kohen gets from the redemption of the firstborn. It has to be a male Kohen who performs that redemption ritual. You give it to Aaron and his sons. Or the redemption of the firstborn donkey. Because the law of firstborn is equal, pasqual, whether male, whether human or animal. It goes to the males, but not to the females. From here we learn that there are certain gifts which the Torah allocates to female koanim equal with male koanim. And they are chamesh matonos. They are cinco. They are five. What are the five gifts that the women koanim get? Equal pasqual with the men. Truma, truma goes to women as well as men. Or Truma Smeiser and the Truma from the Levi, the 10% of the 10%. And the Chala, the first dough. Umatnis Behema and the gifts of every animal. Vereshis Hagez and the first shearings. This goes to male, female equally. The other ones I understand, but how do we know? What's the biblical source? That the first shearings are given to the female koanim as well. Shanamar, as it says, Reish is the beginning of Degoncha, <coughs> your grains, Tireshcha, your wines, Vitzarecha, your oils. The Reish is Geistzeincha, and the first of your shearings, Titan lay there in the same verse. Ma Reish is Dogon, Itenis, Linekevis, Kischorim, just as the first of the grains is given equally to the women koanim and to the men, Af Reish is so also the first shearings. Yudbeis says the Rambam. That's the way I like to enumerate it. However, Manu Chachamim Atonas Elo, our sages have enumerated these gifts. Al Derechacheres, and this is the more commonly known way. Biyamru, and they've said Asarava Arba Esrin BiArba Matnas Kohuna Nitnuli Arain. Twenty-four priestly gifts were allocated to Aaron VeElohein, and they are Eser BaMigdash. Ten, having to do with the Holy Temple. Arba Yerushalayim, four, having to do with Jerusalem. The Eser Bagvun and ten in Israel. Eser Bamigdash, and here the way he enumerates them, what are the ten in the Beis Hamigdash? Chatos Behema, the sin offering of the animal, Bechatos Oif. And here he counts the bird offering as a separate one. Osham, the guilt offering, Bosham Toli, the guilt offering just in case. Zivcheshalm with Sheba, the communal Peace offerings, Veleik Shemen and the log of oil, Shamatzora, Shtei Alechem, the two breads, Velechem upon him, and the showbreads, Shari Menachas, left over from the meal offerings, Omeser Omer, left over from the Omer. Arba, Yerushalayim, four in Jerusalem, Abcher, the firstborn. Vabikurim, and here he incorporates all firstborn. Vabikurim, no, I, I said that wrong. The firstborn sacrifice, Vabikurim, the first fruits. Umura miteida ve'al nazir, that which comes off from the thanksgiving offering, and the ram of the Nazarite, ve'edis kadoshim, and the hides of the holy offerings, tesvav eser begvon, ten in the general boundaries, truma, 
Trumas Maiser, Chalo, Reishis Hagez, the first of the shearings, Amatones, the gifts, and here this is a generalized statement, Matones, Ufijan Aben, the redemption of the son, Ufijan Petr Hamer, the redemption of the firstborn donkey, Stay Harom in the fields of consecration, Stay Achuza, the fields of inheritance, Vigazal Ager, or the Pichesh Azeh, Choshav Kolamur, and Mikotchim Kalam Matona Achas, he incorporated all that is taken from the lower level sacrifice as one gift. Vahena they are, Chazav Ashaik, Hamur and Mikozav Achshlamim, the Parts, the breast and the leg that comes from every peace offering. With the bread, if it was a thanks offering, with the arm which comes from the ram of the Nazir, with the bread, being that they're all three shlomim, they're all considered one. Tezain, the closing. Portion of chapter one. Kol hamatonashain kluyas bikabones. The Rambam wraps it up. And he says, if you want to talk about details, all of the gifts that are sacrifice oriented. Each one will be explained in its appropriate place in the laws of sacrifices. There's a whole book about sacrifice. Vechain and so also, that gift which the Kohen gets from Gezel Hager, that something that is stolen from a convert, and then the guy wants to make restoration, which we say it goes to the Kohen Yisboer, that will be explained in its detail, Behilchas Gezel and the laws of stealing. Okvar Biyarn, we already explained, Dinsdei Achuza, the laws of the ancestral lands, Vedina Charomim, and the laws of the consecrated lands, Behilchas Arach, and we explained that in great detail. In the laws of people giving gifts to the Beis Hamikdash, or making pledges, Vidin Trumo, Trumas Meiser, and the laws of Truma and Trumas Meiser, Bihilches Trumas, we dealt with that in great detail in the laws of Trumas. Or Bihilches Elu, so the Rambam says. So what's left with the upcoming for the upcoming laws? Avoyer, I will explain Mishpate, the laws of Hamatones, the gifts. She'ein tluyim bekabonis, which are not sacrifice-dependent. Because the sacrifice-dependent gifts will be explained later. Ve'ein, what we will be tackling here, are habikurim, the first fruits, ve'achala and the first dough, ve'hamatonis and the gifts, ve'reshis hagez, and the first shearings, u'pijin ha'ben, and the redemption of the firstborn, u'petach hamor, and the redemption of the donkey, These are the laws which we will examine in the upcoming chapters.